Hey there, HR consultant. Are you ready to crack the code of lead generation and unlock a steady stream of clients? If you're tired of lurching from one marketing solution to another, feeling anxious about inconsistent income, or dreaming about finally having control of your HR consultancy, then this episode is for you. Because whether you're unsure which marketing method to embark on and drowning in a sea of information overload, or you're ready to expand your business, but you're stuck in the referral and networking trap, I'm here to tell you one thing. Cold calling is not your enemy. In fact, it can be your secret weapon. So put down that lukewarm cup of coffee or that third glass of wine, no judgment, and get ready to dive into the world of cold calling with confidence. This is the Marketing Made Easy for HR Consultants podcast, a show to help independent HR consultants get a pipeline of perfect fit, high-paying clients without expensive adverts, time-consuming social media activities, or energy-sapping and monotonous networking meetings. I'm your host, Nick Paninski, author of How to Land Your Dream Client, a book which explains everything you need to know to get every sale and client you ever want. And if that sounds interesting, then make sure to grab your copy from the Influential Consultant website today. That being said, let's get into today's show. Okay, so what is cold calling and why should you do it? Well, let's start with the basics. Cold calling is simply reaching out to potential clients who haven't expressed interest in your services yet. You're calling somebody up and you're starting a conversation that might lead to a sale. Now that might sound scary, but hear me out because there are loads of potential benefits to this approach. Firstly, it's a targeted process. So you unlike scattershot social media marketing where you throw out messages into the air and hope that the right person sees them and gets in touch, Cold calling lets you connect directly with your exact target market and those who need your HR expertise. Effectively, it's a rapid way of getting into a potential sales conversation with a potential client. Secondly, cold calling builds relationships. It's not just about a sales pitch. Cold calls are conversations. They're opportunities to build rapport and understand the person's needs. Equally, Cold calling gives you the opportunity to speak to people you wouldn't normally speak to. And that can open up a whole raft of opportunities that you wouldn't have even considered before speaking to the person. I can't tell you the amount of times I've randomly cold called somebody thinking the call was going to go into a potential sales conversation. And in reality, it's turned into something much more different. Third, you can qualify leads. By talking directly to potential clients, you can quickly assess if they're a good fit, saving your time and effort down the line. Chances are you'll know within 30 seconds whether you want to help someone, which is much faster than any other marketing method where you might have nurtured them for weeks before actually speaking to them. Fourth, it will boost your confidence. The more calls you make, the more confident you'll become. And that confidence will follow through to other aspects of your life. And confidence is attractive to potential clients, right? After all, we all want to deal with someone who seems like they know what they're doing. Fifth and final, it's very easy. And once you've dialed their number, one of two things is going to happen. Either they answer or they don't. If they do, then you have a conversation, something you do hundreds of times every day. If they don't, then you can call back later, leave them a voicemail or drop them a text message. 
Either way, the job of cold calling has been completed as soon as you press dial on your phone. Simple, right? Now, that might not sound like a successful outcome to you. You might only consider a cold call successfully if you actually speak to someone or if you get a meeting booked or if you share your lead magnet and get the prospects onto your mailing list. And all those are, are great outcomes. But for me, those are extra bonuses. See, I can't control any of those outcomes. I call somebody up and I have no idea what's going to happen. And those outcomes, getting meetings, getting a lead magnet, getting speaking to someone, those are dictated by a lot of other moving pieces that I can't control. So, yeah, I consider a cold call successful if I simply make the call. And so should you. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Cold calling is dead. People hate cold calls. Nobody ever answers the phone. But here's the truth. Decision makers still answer calls. Studies show CEOs and business owners are more likely to answer direct calls than they are to answer cold emails. And that's the same for the rest of us, too. We click delete on cold emails without even a moment's hesitation. But a phone call doesn't invite such a re reaction, especially when someone is calling a business landline. For me, I make my cold calls on WhatsApp mobile so people can see my face when I'm calling. And they know there's a real person behind the call rather than some AI robot thing. You can try both options out and see what works for you. Here's another reason why cold calling isn't dead. It's personalized. A genuine conversation beats a generic email any day of the week. Emails are dime a dozen and they get treated as such. Heck, people ignore cold emails and they sometimes delete them without even realizing them. We've all received cold emails and they're just impersonal. We treat them like trash. Whereas a phone call is from an actual human being and that's not so easy to ignore. Equally, you can tailor your message and address the specific needs based on what they're telling you. The conversation is fluid and it moves as such. Another reason why cold calling isn't dead is because it stands out from the crowd. In a digital world, a personal touch can be refreshing and memorable. There's so many people out there on LinkedIn shouting about what they do and how they can help people. But a real life phone call? Not so much. They're few and far between. Equally, when you make a cold call, you're immediately getting into a prospective sales conversation. And how often does that happen? Now, you might be thinking, sure, it's easy to say all that, but the reality of calling a complete stranger and trying to sell to them is very different. Well, you're right and you're wrong. Firstly, you're never trying to sell to someone on that first cold call. There's a few steps before, before you have a sales call, right? The idea of the cold call is simply to get someone to put their hand up and say, yeah, that sounds interesting, or yeah, I need help with that. And that's the one and only aim you should have when you're cold calling. Once they've said they need help, you can move on to arranging the next steps of the sale process, which we'll come on to shortly. The next thing you might be thinking about cold calling is there's a hell of a lot of resistance to making these calls. You might be thinking, what if I upset people or annoy them? What if people are rude to me? What if I don't know what to say? What if people say no? Who should I ring? Well, let's handle those thoughts one by one. Firstly, I get it. The idea of ringing up some complete stranger is a bit scary. And that's where these what if thoughts come from. And that's natural. Our brain's primary objective is to keep us alive, right? That's why we instinctively pull our hands away from hot water. 
Equally, our brains tell us not to upset people. But our brains are thousands of years in the making, and they haven't yet realized that we don't need other people to survive. So whereas once upon a time being rejected from the tribe would have meant starvation and death, you can now just walk to the shops to buy dinner while turning your heating on at home so you don't freeze to death. So the instincts you have in your brain not to annoy people or upset them, it's obviously good manners, but there are no consequences if someone gets annoyed with you. You won't die. No one will tell you off. The tribe won't kick you out to fend for yourself, resulting in you dying of a starvation and exposure on the frozen tundra. Equally, for the same reason, people are extremely unlikely to be rude to you. I mean, as long as you're friendly and polite, people will be friendly and polite back. So, you know, wear a smile when you speak and people will hear that and reflect that back to you. The next fear you might have is that you don't know what to say and we'll be covering an outline of that shortly. Equally, you'll be discovering the exact script I use when I'm cold calling in the coming weeks on a dedicated podcast. So hang fire and you'll have everything you need very soon. But if you can't wait that long, then you can find the exact script I use in, in my book on my website. The book costs less than a bottle of wine and comes with a double your money back guarantee and an afternoon tea for two. So if you aren't happy with what you read, you're covered. You've got nothing to lose by grabbing your copy today. The final problem you might have is how to turn a no into a yes. And let's be honest, objections are part of the game. But don't despair. Here are some tips to turn those no's into yeses. Anticipate common objections. Practice responses to things like, we're not hiring, or we already have someone. Focus on value. Highlight how you can solve their specific problems and add value to their business. Be respectful and persistent. Don't be pushy, but don't give up easily. Offer to follow up with your lead magnet later. Okay, so you're convinced that cold calling is worth a shot. But where do you find these magical leads to call? Well, I've got three suggestions for you. Firstly, the good old yellow pages. Look for businesses in your niche that might benefit from your HR services and then give them a call. Secondly, LinkedIn. Search for people in your target market and then try and find a phone number for them. It's time consuming, it's a little bit boring, but it works. Third and final, use a website similar to People Per Hour. Bear in mind they might try and send you any old data so be careful with what you accept and refuse to pay them if they send you information that isn't what you need. But they can and will send you leads that you can reach out to. Plus, all those leads will be stored in an easy-to-use spreadsheet. Simple. Next, you might be wondering how to handle the call. Well, as I said earlier, I'll be sharing a script with you in the coming weeks. But as an outline, there are basically four steps to a cold call. Firstly, tell them who you are and why you're calling. Be honest and upfront that it's a prospecting call. Tell them they can tell you to get lost and hang up or give you one simple question and then decide. Most people will want to open up that mystery box to find out what you're offering. Next, give them your spiel. Tell them who you help and the problems you help them solve. Nothing to sell here, just talking about what you do and who you do it for. After that, it's over to them. They'll tell you whether they're interested or not. If they are, have a conversation. If they aren't, feel free to probe why they're not interested. 
offer them your lead magnet or just end the call. For me, if the person is friendly and gives me the impression they'd be someone I'd want to work with, then I probe or I offer to send them my lead magnet. If they're an ass, I thank them for the time and let them go. To circle back a little bit, if they were interested in your opening gambit, then understand what they're struggling with and whether that's something you can support with. If so, schedule a call with them to have a more concrete conversation with them at some point in the near future. As a tip, get them to confirm they won't ghost you too. This is a clever piece of psychology to use because if they've said they won't ghost you, then they won't ghost you. People don't want to be seen as liars after all. You'll often hear people say, I've said I'll be there, so I'll be there. And they generally do then attend the meeting. Once you've scheduled the meeting, give yourself a pat on the back, then make the next call. Now, you might be sat there thinking, another call? After all, the idea of making more calls once you've got a meeting scheduled seems a bit crazy. Why try and get more meetings? Well, simple. That's how you build a pipeline of leads for your business. So you're not worried about where your next client is coming from. You're taking control of your business's destiny. To lead on from this resistance to make more calls, we need to consider motivation. Specifically, how do you motivate yourself to make more calls when you just don't want to? Well, here are some ideas. Firstly, and we've mentioned this before, but set goals you can control. Something like making 10 calls a day. Whether someone answers or not, you still made the call and you can mark yourself as a success. Next, set rewards. Celebrate your milestones with small treats like a fancy coffee or a relaxing bath. Maybe even a glass of wine. Third, find an accountability partner. Share your goals and your progress with a supportive friend or a colleague. Next, focus on the bigger picture. Remember, each call is a step closer to building your dream HR business. And finally, start small. Set realistic goals for your first week, like making five calls. Gradually increase that target as you get more comfortable. And that's it. That's cold calling. It's that simple. Just pick up the phone to someone in your target market and have a conversation. If you want more structure around that conversation, then feel free to wait for the dedicated episode in a couple of weeks where we'll explore a script you can use. But don't let this lack of script hold you back. You already have the main points to go through, so pick up the phone and get calling. Cold calling isn't some monster under the bed. It's a powerful tool waiting to be unleashed. And remember, the key is to be prepared, confident, and persistent. So start making those calls, build those relationships, and watch your lead generation crack wide open. And remember, without marketing, there's no sales. And without sales, there's no business. So get marketing. Okay, so for this week's edition of LinkedIn, what's hot and what's not, I want to talk about quick wins. Firstly, what's not hot on LinkedIn? Well, I see this repeatedly and I can't believe it every time I see it. If you've got a testimonial to share on LinkedIn, which is great because it helps build credibility, make sure to do it as a screenshot. Simply writing the words out as a post or adding the words to a carefully curated social media post complete with pictures of yourself invites the question of, are those testimonials actually real or did you just write them yourself? Now, I'm not saying they're not real, but there's no proof that they are, right? Whereas a screenshot, well, you can't argue with that. Plus, screenshots take seconds to create, unlike some 
carefully curated social media post. So just share your screenshots and make sure it's clear and obvious that your testimonials are real. Secondly, what's not hot on LinkedIn? Well, I'm really enjoying ringing people's bells on LinkedIn to get notified about all their posts. I can add valuable comments and build up that social selling aspect where people see that I know what I'm talking about. But people also appreciate comments on their posts because it helps them gain engagement, a win-win that works for everyone. So if there are people you want to nurture on LinkedIn to potentially become a client, then ring their bell and engage with them repeatedly so they see your brilliance and realize they need your help. And that's it for this week's edition of LinkedIn, what's hot and what's not. If you've got any suggestions for what you want to see featured here, then let me know. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Marketing Made Easy for HR Consultant podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, then please consider taking a moment to help us grow by sharing the episode with a friend or colleague, or by leaving a positive review on podchaser.com. And make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. I've been your host, Nick Peninsky, and if you have any questions or want to know more about today's topic, then reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'd be delighted to hear from you. See you next time.